0: We'll wait for a few people to get in here because no one's actually in the room yet. Which is surprising.
1: That's all good. That's all good. You know, people like to show up passionately late. True. True. <laughs>
2: it's
1: so funny how you, that's always that's always true. Even online, people don't show up until it's like past. They don't want to be nerds, I guess. Is what it
2: is.
0: Uh, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be.
1: Yeah, that's, that's how it usually goes. That's going to be interesting, though, I think. Regardless. You know. Exactly. Exactly. I've. Mm, if anything, we shoot just shoot the stuff. Shoot, shoot the crap. Yeah, shoot the stuff for an hour or whatever. Whatever one do.
0: Yeah, we'll just wait for a few minutes because they say there's no one in the room. And once. And I'm figuring a lot of them might wait until after the video with Project Veritas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that might happen. And here comes the rain. Oh, are you catching the rain right now? Yep. Oh, I think I can it, too.
0: You probably can, because I don't got a – I'm using my the mic in my computer right now, but I got a headset on, so I I do have a few things.
1: Things going now Things going out? Oh, man. It's so crazy. Like, I just got out the gym. I just got out the... No, I got out the gym. Now I got out the shower. It's like, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour later that I left the gym, and I'm still sweating. I'm <laughs> the shower, still sweat. It makes no sense.
0: It, well, it's a good... Gr- it could be worse. You could be... You could be stinking right now. Like, the last time we did a lot together.
1: Oh, yeah, it's true. true. I, was, I didn't even take a shower at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I went live and you... And right before we went live, you got on while you were driving home. So, it's
1: it's nothing. I'm not, I'm not playing games, bro. Back in the gym. You know, like, I'm either going Monday through Thursday or Sunday through through Thursday. Then Friday, Saturday, I got to work overnight, so I can't get to the gym anyway. Those are automatically my rest days. Hey, it could be worse. You
0: could be stuck in um,
1: what's you know, going food. on. Yeah. It could always be worse. It could always be much worse. It could be better. It could always be much worse. or It could be exactly. a lot worse. Uh, well, was that loud? No.
3: But yeah, okay. I
0: I think you're fine. I can hear you just fine.
1: No, I mean the vape.
0: Oh, I'm smoking a cigarette, so it really doesn't matter. But there is a father that actually did stop CRT in a school. That w- that kind of surprised the hell out of me. When they what? A black father in Co- Colorado Springs uh, changed the vote of board members to actually not have s- to ban CRT in the school district.
1: That's what's really going to take, because according to the left, those are the only people whose voices matter. I mean, I just say it straight up, you know
0: very true but but what most people don't realize is it's not it's not that we don't that I don't trust the government it's that I do not want them to determine what I do with my life Because that's, that's the whole thing about it. I do not want people to come and not be a part of this movement. That's the thing, that's what most people don't understand. I want people to get this information out there. I want people to know what the heck's going on. I figured if it been 9 o'clock Eastern, I figured more people would be in here by now. But I guess not. We'll give them until 10 after, then we'll start doing the presentation about Mr. Cuomo and the clemency that he actually did.
1: Hello, I Mickey. At this point, I wouldn't even wait to do, bro. You can't be waiting on people. I mean, True. I don't wait on people. I just, they can watch it later if they want. I mean, people that want True. to show up, show up. <laughs> so, I don't mean We're to starting like to get dick, people
0: now. We're starting to get people
1: now. Well, yeah, it's because people are on other lives.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, and this is the first story we'll do. Read the headline, Mister Rex, because I figure you can read that. I don't. I think you're on your computer.
1: No, I'm on my phone right now. Ah, <sighs> all right. Uh, San Francisco DA reacts after Cuomo grants last-minute clemency for father and weather underground member convicted in murder. All Father and right. weather? What is weather? Weather like the weather?
0: They were oh, a terrorist group in the early 80s.
1: Oh, okay. Wow, the yeah, weather, underground,
0: the weather underground was a terrorist organization here in the United States.
1: Okay, that shed some light on it. Yeah. No. Now no.
0: former New Who York Governor bad. Andrew Cromer, Democrat, issued a series of pardons in Commissions and his five hours in office. New York State announced in a sense scrubbed executive office press release that resides in the website's archive. Among the individuals who received Chromo's last-minute blessing is David Gilbert, 76, the father of controversial San Francisco District detour- District Attorney Chelsea Bolden who himself recently has faced two recall efforts. The first one failed.
1: Uh, Good old boys club. Good old government, good old boys club.
0: Jesse Bolden, this is his tweet. My heart is busting. On the eve of my first child's birth, my dad, who has been in prison nearly my entire life, was granted clemency. He never intended to harm Yet his crime devastated many families. My heart breaks for the families that can never get their loved ones back. Well, he's one of the district attorneys that decided not to um, uh, hold uh, Antifa or another organization accountable. The latest tweet was accompanied by a childhood image. Bolden was was three years old when his father went to prison. The Washington Post noted, "Oh, isn't that sweet? A terrorist and his uh, son." At two, thir- the Post explained how Bolden heard the news. At about two thirty in San Francisco, he received a text from his mother, Kathy Bolden, who. Who has already served prison time in the same incident? David was committed, she wrote, eligible for parole. Bolden excused himself from a Zoom meeting, yelled with joy, found his wife, and held her, and held her in the hallway. And this is Gilbert was sentenced to serve 75 years to life as a member of the Underground, Underground. Weather Underground, a group which New York Times noted, has stolen 1.6 million in cash from an armored car outside the near mall near Nantucket, New York. Two police officers and guard died in the 1980, the year I was born, 1981, in, incident. Gilbert has uh, elsewhere been described as an. Orator and an agitator at Columbia University in the early 1960s. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit that this man gets to walk free.
1: I'm really not surprised. I, I'm, I'm not, not surprised, surprised in any way, shape, or form.
0: I'm not surprised, yeah. but it's it's just the fact that they, he did this in the last
4: hours
0: of his administration.
1: I got to, I got to admit, I'm glad he did this though, because now they're showing their true colors. He's showing his true colors. He doesn't give a shit about, he doesn't care about anything. It's just what the government does. They don't care. And that's what I'm very, I'm actually fine. Do what you want to do. Want to pardon this guy, but now people see your true colors. You know? The veil is getting pulled back more and more, and they're screwing themselves too. They're showing their true colors, which I mean, maybe it's a bittersweet kind of thing that I'm taking that kind of point of view on it. But the more these people show their true colors, the more support they lose. And, you know, it's messed up. But maybe this is the stuff that's going to make people realize like these Democrats, I mean, these. I I I don't know. Can I say all Democrats? I don't know if I can say all of them. Maybe I can.
0: Um you can say just... all Democrats if you want to. I'm not a, the ones that the big name Democrats and Mickey says it perfectly. None of it surprises me anymore because we know the political establishment. So that's the thing about it. We're not yeah. We're not surprised by their actions anymore, and that's...
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. Was that loud? I keep feeling like my vape is like a wind tunnel right now. No, you're fine. So with Cuomo, but, I mean, yeah, he recently had to vacate because his 14 days was up. But now Holchul is in, Holchul Holchul, however you pronounce her name. And I'm trying to look into her policy proposals. I'm trying to look into her past. I haven't dug up a lot yet. Most of what I see is she supports, like, a $15 minimum wage. And yeah, – oh. Get but
0: yourself. I can understand for like big places like New York, New York City, Portland, them having the fifteen dollar minimum wage. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying that it's that everything is hunky dory or um, or anything like that. But I mm-hmm. think it. But if a city wants to implement that. They c- they can, but I honestly think they don't need to force it on people that, like with where I live, there's not so, enough income to come into these places to charge $15 without stuff going sky high. Well,
2: I'm there so are good
0: jobs around here, don't get me wrong, because there's a Tyson plant not too far from where I live, and that's That, Tyson, I think you start off at like $16 an hour. And you pretty much get 40 hours every week. That's over $2,000 a month.
1: Well, the thing is, sometimes this $15 an hour thing. People don't realize it's only relegated to the state government. It's only going to be for state employees. Very true, well, most of the Very time that's what they talk about is fifteen dollars an hour. just it's not like McDonald's is going to start paying fifteen dollars an hour. you know, I mean, they can if they want to, which I mean, whatever happened to McDonald's being the entry level position where like a kid learned how to show up for work on time, learned a trade, learned something, you know that's what McDonald's used to be. It used to be the first job and you learned how to freaking work for a living.
5: Very true. It's very...
1: Uh, kind of boggles the mind a
5: little bit, I
0: suppose. It does. It does. Because it's just... It's a bunch of bull crap.
1: Yeah. I would say so.
0: But the next one we'll actually do... I'll share my screen. Since we are talking about New York and stuff like that. This is going to be actually interesting. Restaurants, Gen Sue, New York, NYC, Mayor Bill de Blasio mm-hmm. over COVID-19 mm-hmm. vaccine mandate. <laughs> this, this is what I love. These businesses are coming together to show what they actually can do.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I, there's going to be more. There's going to be a whole crap load of more. I can't wait. I really can't wait. Yeah, Like, I'm just, because there's no way this is going to hold up in court. I was waiting for these lawsuits this whole time. There's gyms. There's um, restaurants. Uh, I think there's actually private owned grocery stores as well because apparently uh, de Blasio also put it in there. You can't even buy groceries. You can't even go to a, a like a grocery store without a passport. What kinda of insanity? Insanity, insanity it is insanity doesn't even cover it for me at this point. <laughs> it's just evil. It's evil.
0: Can you Say see what I post what I posted on the screen?
1: Uh my phone, I'm looking at the comments. Uh he was replaced with a tyrant. <laughs> Welcome to the new Iraq on there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank
0: you for coming, oh, Annika. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm sorry. I know. I butchered Anakai.
2: it. Anakai. Anakai.
0: Anakai is the one. Anunaki. I'll just say oh, Anunaki.
1: I'll just... Is it Anunaki?
0: It might be Anunaki. Very good. I I know I butchered his name, I'm sorry about that. Don't take no offense to it. I it's not that
2: kind of a
1: cool name right there though. (laughs) (laughs) But this is
0: what I love. I have some of some of these people are just Hey Roger. But we'll go full screen with this. The businesses include restaurants and gyms has sued New York Mayor Bill de Blasio this week over his executive order mandating vaccinations for people going indoors for dining, workouts, and entertainment. They claim the requirement to show proof of vaccination is arbitrary, unconstitutional, and does not provide accommodations for individuals who cannot get the shot. Yay! The 18-page lawsuit filed in state court on Tuesday asked the judge to halt the mayor's order, saying it's more burdensome than prior COVID-19 mandates issued at the height of the pandemic, which have caused businesses financial distress. I love this remark. The lawsuit says, as as more medical and scientific data became available, New York City did not adopt regulations more careful accounting for constitutional rights. Instead, the mayor implemented even more arbitrary executive orders, trampling more recklessly on constitutional rights. Hmm. Doesn't that sound familiar?
1: Um... I don't know. I think I've a couple times before.
0: Irene Sadakis, owner of Kellogg's Diner in Brooklyn, told Fox News she she is hurt by the mayor's new mandate. He is creating division, she said. I feel that my liberties have been taken away from me.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the whole that I, I don't know. This is kind of I don't want to go into some kind of conspiracy stuff, but it does seem like there is a psychological aspect to all this. It seems like, how can I put this into words? It seems like there is some kind of switch trying to be thrown here, trying to make, okay, yeah, they're trying to make Liberty look bad the general idea of individual or personal liberty looked bad. And I've been thinking about it for a couple of days now too as well. It's um, because the, the funny thing about individual liberty is like, yeah, it's my liberty and also yours. Like it's also everybody else's at the same time. So it's like, I can't really wrap my head around people that think that, oh, let me get this jab in my arm, let me wear this mask for this random stranger that really doesn't care anything about me. But when you put it into the context of individual liberty, like me, I care about my individual liberty, but I care about individual liberty in general. So that automatically would translate into I care about everybody's individual liberty. But That's just, you know, my own philosophy. But that's where I'm I'm glad to see people standing up. Like, yeah, I feel like my liberty is being taken, which it is. But then you have people that think, Oh, screw your liberty, like Arnie Schwarzenegger, who profited and became very successful off of his liberty, but now all of a sudden it's screw our liberty, but he still wants to walk around smoking a cigar without a mask. So the the at the end of the day.
0: Rex, do not read it out loud, but look what I put on the screen. Okay. Because I don't want this stream taken down. I will share it up here. Do you agree with that statement?
1: Uh, Still reading it. One second. Yep, I agree. But that's, wasn't what I was, that's what case? I was
0: figuring. That's what I was figuring.
1: You want to know what's interesting, too? Because even Trump, at his rally, was saying to get it. Like, get it, yeah. it's good. Get the get the jab, it's good. No, 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 you still have your freedoms. The whole crowd went quiet in that split second. So I was like, why did he even do that? But he'd, been, he'd been, like, propping up the, the jab a lot and interviews, and it's kind of disturbing. It's like he even pushing it. But, you know, he was warp speed and all that, and he was very proud of that. So uh, I don't even know what to say about that part. And Mickey Kentucky is right about
0: this. Psychological warfare and fear-mongering is all the left has in their arsenal anymore. And that yeah. is very, very, very true.
1: I would agree with that
0: because that's all this is. It's just about fear mongering to all of us, but welcome. If you got, since you guys missed a little bit of the stream at the beginning of this, me and Rex talked about, um, about what, uh, former Governor Cromo did when he left office. So if you want to, when the stream's over, go back and watch the beginning of this. And we were talking a little bit before we started to, if you guys want to hear that, you can go back. But uh, if anyone remembers the weather underground and what happened in 1981, uh, he... Gave clemency to one of the orchestrators of the weather underground, um, so he's up for parole. So he might not get out, but I don't know. I don't know with clemency if that if that's the fact or if he has to stay in there. But yeah.
5: <sighs>
1: Well, if he gives him clemency,
5: I mean, he's good
1: to go then. I mean, if he's granted clemency. Doesn't that he? mean he's released? He... The way oh, I understand oh. it,
0: yes. I thought the white, I thought all federal employees had to take the job. Yeah. I thought all federal... That would include the staff at the White House. Well... I am gonna you know? share some good oh, did news. did
1: you like? Did you hear the some? I think the the employees at the CDC don't even have to get it.
0: That I did not hear. Let me look that up.
1: I'm pretty sure because that um, what article? Freak! I forgot the source that I read that. It was over on MeWe, because I'm on the social media site, MeWe. It's like another censorship-free social media platform. I like it. But yeah, I see a lot of stuff over there that you wouldn't normally see on your Facebooks, Twitters, mafias.
0: July 13th. This is something new. That I...
1: The Johnson
2: & oh, Johnson's
0: coming back.
1: I was muted. No, it's not. Shit that causes blood clots. It, it said
0: I've had a lot of people around me when they got it. They got the Johnson & Johnson. But... <laughs> pretty much oh so so you got it no I have not got it I still have I got natural immunity to it I'm not getting a freaking shot uh, yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> I had it in January of 2020 so I'm not getting the even if Trump was still president I would not get the shot that's that's my belief
2: yeah
1: yeah I wouldn't <laughs> And it was funny too. I like Trump in an interview was saying things like, "Oh, people w- wanted the shot. People loved the shot when I was president. When I was president, people wanted to get it." Like, no, no, that's not true. No,
0: I was. I talked to my. I was going to talk to my doctors either way, but Floki brings up a good a good point. Yeah, if that's if it's true that the CDC and White House officials don't have to get it,
2: that
1: the officials, the White House, get an experimental jab, really? No way. They don't have to get it. Of course not. <laughs> I mean, they're the government. They don't have to live like us. You no, know? they're the elite. You seen that? I'm, just, I'm, just, well, it's a little bit off topic, but did you see the video of the? Uh, Losing fundraiser, none of them were yeah. wearing masks. Yeah,
0: except for the mm-hmm. way staff. The way staff was the only ones actually wearing a freaking mask.
1: So uh, Yeah. So it was like, uh, oh man, those optics are so bad. Like your servants have to wear the mask, but you don't. It's like, what no, the man? That's <laughs> another thing I don't understand. I don't get where people come off talking about politicians are leaders. Like I can't stand when I hear pol- like people call politicians our leaders. Like, they're not leaders. I'm so I cringe so hard when I see somebody call a politician a leader. They like, no, we're the leaders. We've always been the leaders. Like we're supposed to dictate to them how things go. Like when you go to a town hall or a city council, you don't request anything. You demand it. You dictate to these people.
0: But exactly. Have-
1: Forgotten that shit.
0: But that's the thing about it. And I'm going to bring up one of the things that I have on deck here. And I want you guys to actually listen to this. And I'll give you a little backstory, a little forward to this. The man that's speaking is a, in Colorado Springs. Colorado, and he's going in front of the bo- uh, the school board to determine if they get CRT. When it's over, I will tell you the results of what actually happens.
3: Conversations we're having in our country today. All right.
1: I mean, Mike. I mean, I'm, I'm going to mute.
3: All right. <laughs> I'd like to begin my comments tonight by reading a quote, which in essence is the genesis of all of this Black Lives Matter, social justice, CRT, conversations we're having in our country today. Quote, I am not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Close quote. Colin Kaepernick, August 2016. I am the direct descendant of the North American slave trade. Both my parents are black, all four of my grandparents are black, all eight of my great-great-grandparents, all 16 of my great-greats. On my mother's side, my ancestors were enslaved in Alabama. On my father's side, we were enslaved in Texas. I am not oppressed. I'm not oppressed and I'm not a victim. I'm neither oppressed nor a victim. I travel all across this country of ours and I check into hotels, and I fly commercially, and I walk into retail establishments, and I order food in restaurants. I go wherever I want, whenever I want. I am treated with kindness, dignity, and respect, literally from coast to coast. I have three children. They are not oppressed either, although they are victims. I've taught my children they are victims of three things, their own ignorance, their own laziness, and their own poor decision-making. That is all. My children, we are not victims of America. We are not victims of some unseen 190-year-old force that kind of floats around in the ether. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is taking our nation in the wrong direction. Racism in America would by and large be dead today if it were not for certain people and institutions keeping it on life support. And sadly, sadly, very sadly, one of those institutions is the American education system. I can think of nothing more damaging to a society than to tell a baby born today that she has grievances against another baby born today simply because of what their ancestors may have done two centuries ago. There is simply no point in doing that to our children. And putting critical race theory into our classrooms in part does that. Putting critical race theory into our classrooms is not combating racism, it's fanning the flames of what little embers are left. I encourage you to support this resolution. Let racism die the death it deserves
2: and let's keep living the life of the country that we are. Thank you. Rex, what do you think? So,
1: if I could put it into words, there is some moments in time, and I, I think I said this one time before. Um, so, with that speech, I believe there's certain points in time where... God puts people at certain points in time in certain places and that man was at that podium at a certain point in time in this world but that's exactly where he needed to be or should have been and I for the life of me I no one else but that man could have put it into terms that he did and totally demolished he totally demolished this whole thing. I mean, after a speech like that, they had no choice. They had no choice but to not approve this that crap. But the vote was three to two. Right, of course. But he made it effective enough to where he was able to sway those three minds. I mean, it still sucks that it was a three to two. But without that man there, I don't think that vote would have came through.
0: I I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. That man is showing because tomorrow what I'm going to do is cut that up and, put and plaster that on YouTube. I don't care because that is what needs to be heard.
3: See, that's
1: the thing is like people can't, we can't care anymore. Because it's stuff people need to see. That's why it's being censored. Because they don't want people to see. So the only way to defeat that is to b- try to somehow bypass this censorship nonsense.
0: That's why I got Rumble and, and I got Odyssey. All my all my streams. Guess what happens to them once they get put onto YouTube? They get downloaded and put onto the other platforms.
2: Yeah.
1: No, it's good. You know, it's like. I know Rumbles and Odyssey is a lot less popular, but they're gaining popularity. It's exactly. Because people are tired of the censorship.
0: Exactly. I will still do my streams here on YouTube, don't get me wrong, but everything that I've done <coughs> goes over there, and I've also created myself a website mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. all the stuff that I've put together.
1: I think... Um well, now Floki just asked me a question. I believe that the decisions that we make in life bring us to the destiny at the end. I'm not sure if I could say that our fate is predetermined or that our destiny is predetermined. Like We make up our own destiny and our own fate. Just like I can compare that, you know, to that man that was standing there. He's living life, you know. He's been traveled all over the country. been treated very, you know. Apparently, he's never crossed paths with any kind of racism. I mean, that's not every story. You know, it could be considered anecdotal. But I do believe we all have a destiny. But to a certain extent, I think we create our own destiny through the choices that we make in life. So it's much like... You know, an alcoholic will decide their own fate. Either they'll stop drinking or they'll keep drinking and that'll be their destiny. You know, it's it's what we decide it is to a certain extent. But
0: the thing about it, what I... I think we do determine our own destinies. But there is just certain situations that are put in front of us that we know we have to take advantage of. Like me doing the streams, me doing the lessons about what's going on in this country and how it ties into Nazi Germany and people sharing this. That was that was a choice that I made. God knows what's going to happen. He knows the outcomes of our choices before we, I do. But the thing about it, he l- gives me that free will to determine yeah, what it actually
1: really is. That gives free will. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But I was
0: when I seen that video. I seen it in another you, uh, and um on YouTube, and it was like that man makes a lot of sense. That man is.
1: Speaking the truth. Yeah. A hundred and ten percent. He's very the thing that makes a difference too is he was very articulate and he is very strong in his speech.
0: He didn't give him time to shut it down. He took up as much time as he needed to get through his speech and then he left it up to the board members. And I honestly think if they would have voted to let CRT into that school, into those schools because that was the school board, he would have took his children out. That's what I think he would have done. He would have put his money where his mouth is. Yeah because Absolutely. he's he is one of these people that is so passionate you could tell he was very careful with his words
1: and he also he wasn't arrogant he wasn't yelling he was just making an extremely valid point like i remember a joe rogan episode you know whatever you think about joe rogan <laughs> i personally uh, love joe rogan but i mean joe well, rogan
0: here i I listen to him, but he is very—he's a very—he's like most human beings. You don't know which way he leans.
1: Yeah, and that's what I like about him. He's—he, I, I, well, balanced. I mean, can I say balanced? But he's neither right nor left. He looks at yeah. an issue and takes it for what it is. You know, he just makes he, up his own mind. He's—he's he's an individual free thinker, quote unquote free thinker. You know, like really another that's,
0: that's person I another person that I love to listen to is when he speaks is Dana White.
1: Yeah, which is interesting cuz I mean he's just like that.
0: Because Dana White and Joe Rogan are friends and most people don't realize it because Joe Rogan actually works for UFC. Yeah. And that, that says a lot. And Dana White doesn't put a muzzle on the fighters. He lets them say whatever they want to say, good or bad. And that's the way it should be in this country. We have the right to express our, our feelings, good or bad. And, that, and Floki's right. He pulled a mic drop on on that school board. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he pulled a I'm big mic. He pulled a big mic. Is it as good as CM Pike's mic drop when he left the WWE? I don't know, but it was a good mic drop.
1: uh yeah what that guy did uh i don't i don't expect i don't expect the mainstream media to play that at all like they're gonna try to cover that thing up for and
0: that's why i'm gonna be sharing it to everything i have i've downloaded that video that's on my social media
1: is gonna play everywhere this this is probably i would actually bet that this one goes viral because it everything is switching so much. Every the whole tide is turning. Like I'm starting to see a switch up where people are not they're not gonna do this CRT thing. Even people that used to support CRT are starting to see it for what it is. I mean that's just what I'm kind of um guessing. I, I suppose guessing? Can I say guess yeah.
2: But.
0: and Roger W brings up for uh, I'm figuring it's um Joe Rogan That one for you. Especially Joe is a libertarian. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me, but I think he is a more of a little L libertarian than a big L libertarian.
1: Yeah, I would say- I
0: think he believes I believe I think he believes in a lot of things the Republican Party is supposed to stand for but he wants freedom in this country.
1: Yeah. Generally I suspect generally anyway that libertarians are usually a little more right leaning and what yeah. I think major de- major determination of that is the Second Amendment, because if you're pro-freedom, then logically speaking, you would have to be pro-Second Amendment because you're pro-freedom and individual rights. So to be against the Second Amendment doesn't make sense to be a libertarian, unless you're a little, I suppose, a little elf. you know, a little
0: Yeah, because I don't talk about him a whole lot. One of my... I I haven't watched him in a while, but I love I watch his videos that he does throughout the day. I love Tim Pool and he says he's a libertarian a small L libertarian because yeah. he does believe in some of the policies that are progressive, but he doesn't force a lot of things down people's throats. Right.
2: Yeah, but yeah, he's also
0: but he's also um very he was um, I won't say anti-gun, but he thought we could put some um common sense gun rules into place until he actually got a gun. and that's the difference. When you actually get a get a gun, that's when you realize what we're actually fighting for.
1: That's the whole thing, isn't it? I mean, we're I mean, if I could put it into context like that, I mean, how you know, I said it the other day. I've been thinking about it recently. Is like really in reality, how far away are we from becoming Australia? You know, we're kind of like one step away from losing our gun rights, which is not so far away from becoming Australia. Because I just yeah, exactly. I have no faith in our in our law enforcement officials or law enforcement brass, the higher ups or even the ranking file, to be honest, to honor their oath instead of follow their orders. Like this whole "I'm just doing my job" thing, it ain't cutting it no more. I'm just doing my job. I'm just following orders. Not it ain't cutting it no more. Your orders are against the constitution. Your orders are jacking everything up. Like it, it's a wrap for that. Do not, no, I'm not tolerating that.
0: But I love the people we have in this chat. They are they are very informative. And, and Roger does say he was talking about Joe Rogan. Well, the next piece of thing that I am actually gonna bring up, Rex said he watched this. I don't I know some of you've already watched it with Hillbilly, but I am gonna show the Project Veritas and what's going on there. I know I'm gonna get I know some people in here, I'm gonna give the warning now. I know there are people in here that are gonna go berserk because of what. What is actually said in this, and what is going on, but it needs to be shown. As much as we might not like it, it needs to be shown. So here we go with the Project Veritas stream.
4: Let's go, Project Veritas. Yes. Against a child, yeah, in the United States and working.
6: What you're seeing here is the FBI.
4: He has 37 crimes against them, including at least three against a child, and he's still entered in the United States and working.
6: Correct. What you're seeing here is the FBI gets notified that the Department of Health and Human Services received the fingerprints of an 18th Street gang member who was attempting or applying to, to become a sponsor for what's called a UAC. A UAC means unaccompanied alien child. Uh, we know what they're involved in, specifically sex trafficking, who's trying to become the sponsor for one of these children. Every single one of these these, transnational criminal organizations are involved with sex trafficking.
4: Gang members sponsoring unaccompanied children and no one blinks an eye.
6: Correct. Children are the most vulnerable population of any society. So when you're sending kids to a place with no family and the only possible family are these guardians that are young gang members, that's even more vulnerable. And if in that time you inform the U.S. government that you have some type of fear of that your life is in jeopardy and you're put in what's called reasonable fear and then there's also been called credible fear. Once you once you make that declaration of my life is in danger, i you know, I may be harmed if I am returned home, you're taken off the watch list. And so that makes it the giant loophole. These are the people that are causing the danger in those foreign countries. That that's why they're on the actual transnational organized crime watch list. So they are allowed to stay in the country while they wait their actual asylum claims. They will be able to file for what is called the employment authorization card. This essentially is a work permit.
4: The issue you're saying is that the gang members are trying to get unaccompanied kids across the border, sex trafficking, and your your concern for that exceeds whatever concern you have for your own personal well-being as a result of blowing the whistle
6: i don't understand the part where you can worry about yourself more than something that is obviously very bad for either individual people these kids or for the rest of the country
4: in one direction you may lose your your, your job or, or the other direction you 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 uh
6: to watch kids get raped and sex trafficked all over that, that's a pretty easy decision to right?
4: make. Pretty easy decision. I think so. A uh, choiceless choice, as we say. So why not go to the uh, the New York Times and the Washington Post and CNN anonymously? They, they, Lord knows they like to use anonymous sources. We saw the Washington Post.
6: they are mouthpieces for these, this, this overall permanent government type thing, and they won't report that information.
4: It sounds like the system is broken.
6: It, the system is broken, I think. Well, it's a pretty big puzzle.
4: He has 37 crimes against them, including at least three against a child, and he's still entered in the United States and working. Correct. Does DHS work with any other state agencies that track predators?
6: I don't think it's under priority right now. Tell us what you do. So I'm in federal law enforcement, and I'm reaching out to President about a specific mission set called the tra- concerning transnational criminal organizations.
4: Why were you inspired to come to Project Veritas?
6: Because I think uh, this is a, a troubling situation. And as far as the ability to to make any whistleblowing or awareness, I don't think it exists. If I was to go to the Inspector General, nothing would happen over a period of a much longer time frame. If I was to go to the agencies of Homeland Security or Department of Justice, they're already receiving the information anyways. And if I was to go to any other media organization, like Washington Post or CNN, they're just mouthpieces pieces for the administration. You say you've
4: seen some troubling things. What are you referring to?
6: Earlier this year, my friend and I had been talking about what we think is going to happen once the, the actual inauguration occurs. And we sit on different sides of the information flow. He's more of a day-to-day tactical information coming in, whereas my organization is more the end user of actual finished intelligence. And we were both able to see though the same circumstance regarding there's a change in national political administration not just like presidents but national policy beliefs as well as enforcement and on top of that you're getting a lot of code restrictions that are going to be easing so we knew there'd be a lot of travel so with those two like ingredients combining we knew there'd be a, a pretty a pretty blatant run on the border we didn't know how big we didn't know when exactly occurring but we knew there'd be a run on the border and from there, um, my friend works, again, with more of the day-to-day things, and he's able to see a lot of the actual, the actual bad guys, if you will, coming in.
4: And there's a loophole that that is being utilized at DHS, we've learned?
6: Well, it's a pretty big loophole. It doesn't involve just DHS. The, what we're talking about today are, are specific members of what are called transnational criminal organizations, or what's also called a TCO. You're placed on a watch list with certain specific information regarding you as well as your activity. So it's not just, again, not just your name and date of birth. This will be your name, date of birth, there will be biometric information as well, like fingerprints and facial photographs. You're going to have shared information coming from foreign governments, specifically with transnational organized crime, or the TOC mission set, as this called. And from there, the, the loophole exists as far as, like, how it's actually structured. So this is the third person that, that we saw come through, and this was the third person in three months. Which, which put me to, we, knew, we knew at this point in time, this is an actual thing. It's not just an anomaly of, of any type of, it just like, oh, that, that may have occurred. And what you're seeing here is the FBI gets notified that the Department of Health and Human Services received the fingerprints of an 18th Street gang member who was attempting or applying to, to become a sponsor What's called a UAC. A UAC means unaccompanied alien child. Uh, We know what they're involved in, specifically sex trafficking, who is trying to become the sponsor for one of these children.
4: So, what you're saying is these people are allowed into the country even though they're known to be uh, members of these violent groups?
6: So, when you come across illegally, you have no status and you are what's called entry without inspection. At that point in time, you're more time you're basically always put into what's called a, a deportation process it's not just an immediate you're you're removed from the country there's a process you go through and if in that time you inform the u.s government that you have some type of fear of that your life is in jeopardy or you'll be persecuted or you may be tortured you're taken out of that and you're put in what's called reasonable fear and there's also called credible fear and in that process, instead of going before an immigration judge for, like, an asylum case, you are interviewed by an asylum officer. And then they make the determination based on basically what's provided from the from the alien to the asylum officer. The policy for these encounters with the, the full scope, because this is employed by, like, the whole of government. So this is not a DHS program or a Justice Department program. This is the whole of government. So DHS... Justice Department, State Department, um, a lot of other entities are involved in this. Once you once you make that declaration of my life is in danger, i you know I may be harmed if I if I'm returned home, you're taken off the watch list, and so that makes it the giant loophole.
4: To be clear, what you're saying is this man is a member of the Eighteenth Street Gang. What is the Eighteenth Street Gang for those who don't know what that 18th is? Eighteenth Street Gang
6: is a transnational criminal organization. It's the equivalent of what you would know as MS-13. It's a obviously very violent organization. It's a street gang, and it operates throughout not only the Northern Triangle, but also the United States. And that tattoo, looks like top of the eight.
4: What you're saying is that they're using a loophole, you said, to keep these people in the United States because they're arguing they're afraid for their safety?
6: It's almost like they're coached. Hey, if you get caught, just go ahead and say this. What are they saying
4: such to DHS allows them to remain in the United States.
6: With reasonable fear it's it's treated in the same way asylum may be treated. And with asylum you have specific grounds in which you're not allowed to be but you are protected.
4: Because they're afraid if they go back to their native country, their life is going to be in
6: danger. Correct. Is
4: isn't it true that life is going to be in danger?
6: No. These are the people that are causing the danger in those foreign countries. that's why they're on the actual transnational organized crime watch list. So they are allowed to stay in the country while they wait their actual asylum claims. The problem is that may take, that may take years. Do they even show up to court? Most, well, from what we've seen with many of these, they don't, nor do they show up for their actual asylum interviews. They will be able to file for what is called the employment authorization card. This essentially is a work permit, and they're allowed to stay legally under, under the protections of this reasonable fear. fear.
4: So what's wrong with this? Why should Americans be outraged by what you're revealing or or discussing or describing?
6: If an illegal alien who we know has committed crimes and we know is bad enough to be placed on a watch list is able to simply tell an asylum officer that my life's in fear with no more information and it's not able to be reviewed by, I don't think anybody else really, if that can override entire whole-of-government approach to identify these people in the first place, that's the giant loophole. Is this
4: public? D- d- has there been reporting on
6: this? It's not secret by any means, okay. but it is a lot of ignorance for a lot of people.
4: So have you gone through the chain of command at DHS to try to to, to make a stink about this, to raise it up the flagpole, to express your concerns?
6: We, we couldn't even write about this.
4: This is out there effectively in your mind, or, or do, is The it, information is, is, the
6: activity is, the oh, difference okay. is, you can go look for any type of, any type of actual reporting or any type of actual analytical work, and that doesn't exist at all. We've looked on a lot of the DHS sites, we've looked on the DOJ sites, trying to come across some type of reporting that, that indicates this, so that people are more aware of this. And there's not. Again, there are a lot more cases of, of this, the activity going on, that, that doesn't rise to the level of believability. When the person is, when some of these people are encountered by Border Patrol, and they're asked right away, are you, do you fear for your life if you if you are deported? Right. And they'll say no. And then the next day they'll say yes.
4: Because they understand that it, it can be used as a cudgel?
6: Because they know the game. So this is the person that came over. I have it as a lease prior to 2014. He was, again, being in the process of actually being deported. And then the immigration judge, or the IJ, as it's looked at, Determined that this was a case of DHS decision for reasonable fear.
4: So the MA card completed means the work authorization was granted. Correct. Can you say a few words about that?
6: It's just simply that he was given his 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 work permit, his his actual employment authorization. So now we can go to whatever job you can get and legally did it.
4: And again, what's wrong with this, if anything?
6: Because a, a person that is a gang member should not be again believed over the entire watch apparatus that the government has. And then on top of that, what is, what is the purpose of having a watch list if you're able to see the person on the watch list and then also just watch them get a work authorization card?
4: What's the purpose of the list to begin with? Exactly. Uh, once you get on this TOC watch list, are you on this list indefinitely?
6: One of the ways to come off a watch list is this very simple I've been caught, now I'm going to basically ask to not get caught. And then you get off this to me is a bigger problem than terrorism is right now within the natural country to hear the administration say things like it's not happening there's no bad problems and with an upcoming immigration bill i don't think people understand just how bad it really actually is there's no way it was built to be successful because this isn't a watch list this is more of like an actual just a list to watch it doesn't make actual sense every single one of these, of these transnational criminal organizations are involved in sex trafficking
4: sponsors of, of kids uh, right. gang members sponsoring unaccompanied children and no one blinks an eye your project bar has had people like you come to us inside of dhs mm-hmm. there's, there's more than you um, but they're kind of on the fence right now and they're they're, they're scared
6: i'd say there's no reason to be scared if you if you're scared then i mean that, that's on you i guess i mean everyone can get scared about a lot of things but i don't understand that part if something is some, something is bad. I, we've, we have found eight people trying to get kids. I, I'm not scared enough to not call that out. I'm not scared enough to to actually let it be known just how bad this thing is. In other words- so These are just people on the watch list. How many people have been removed from the watch list that, could, that are trying to do the same thing? We don't know if they're not on the watch list.
4: But the issue you're saying is that the gang members are trying to get unaccompanied kids across the border, sex trafficking. And your, your concern for that exceeds whatever concern you have for your own personal Correct. well-being as a result of
6: blowing the whistle. Correct. Children are the most vulnerable population of any society. So when you're sending kids to a place with no family, and the only possible family are these guardians that are young gang members, that's even more vulnerable.
4: What about your, your leadership? I mean, your managers, your, your, whoever those people are, at the highest and Definitely. second to highest levels in tight DHS, what about their concern for the children?
6: Because it was specifically in my organization, sex trafficking is not our function. Things are so, so delineated and so, so lined off of what you're allowed to do.
4: It sounds like the system is broken.
6: The system is broken. I think.
4: You say to these other DHS insiders that there's there's no reason to be afraid, or that they shouldn't they should focus on the children.
6: I don't understand the part where you can worry about yourself more. It's something that is obviously very bad for either individual people, these kids, or for the rest of the country.
4: Well, it's like you, in one direction, you may lose your your, your job, or in the other direction, you... You you,
6: uh... watch kids get raped and sex trafficked all over. That's a pretty easy decision.
4: Pretty easy decision. Uh, Choiceless choice, as we say.
6: It says in each one, crime against minor, that's a yes or no question. And the ones that are marked yes, those are crimes against a child.
4: He has 37 crimes against them, including at least three against a child, and he's still entered in the United States and working. Correct. Does DHS work with any other state agencies that track predators with this information about crimes against children?
6: I don't think it's on their priority right now. Because I just read through the collection primer on transnational criminal organizations, sex trafficking is not even mentioned.
4: But it's self-evident that if you have a member of a violent foreign gang who's committed sex crimes against underage children working next to a school or church, arguably that might be more of a priority than a guy who who w- walked into the Capitol building? I would be one you on that one, yes. I don't know if that's a controversial statement, but it seems self-evident.
6: It does seem self-evident. Basically, senior government officials, their claim now is, DVEs, domestic violence extremists, that they are the biggest threat to the country. And the best claim they can have for that is a few hundred people that broke into the Capitol, walked in the Capitol, or were escorted in the Capitol.
4: Why the DHS and the Department of Justice are so focused on that January sixth,
6: MS thirteen, Eighteenth Street Gang, um, cartels, Romanian gangs. The amount of people coming out of prison in just in just one reporting period of like I think it was a month that far outnumbers the entire January sixth event. It doesn't make actual sense.
4: Doesn't make sense.
2: Well Rex,
1: what do you think? Ah uh, I love Project Veritas listening to that whole thing you know I say it I feel like I say it all the time, and I swear it's like this stuff should come out of a movie, man like how is this really reality like is this the matrix how is it how is this actual the world we are living in today? I mean, it's just, it just—it uh, doesn't shock me anymore. Nothing really shocks me anymore. Which you want to like say that whole desensitized thing? I'm 110% desensitized because none of this stuff that the government does surprises me anymore. It's just like if you think about it, they're probably doing it. Uh, it's like all this evil stuff, and it's—and it's, and it's how does the government really come out? Against terrorism, when our government literally supports terrorism, like they can't even—I mean, you know—not to segue or anything in, into like Afghanistan, but I mean, literally just gave what the seventy-five thousand like vehicles to the Taliban. Like we are, our government is literally supporting terrorism at this point. And now with the DHS bringing in gang members, almost basically assisting sex traffickers to our government. I mean this, this this stuff is just it's out of a movie. For me it's it it feels like it should be out of a freaking movie. It's just so insane. I mean it's a, I I can't even say insane anymore. It's a bunch of
0: bullshit. It's a bunch of bullshit what's going on? Because think about that. You have a DHS whistleblower, but he can't go to the government. He can't go to CNN. He can't go to Washington Post. He goes to Project Veritas. Why does he go to Project Veritas? Because he knows it will get out there. With everything else, he knows Project Veritas will put this out there.
1: Oh, oh yeah. See, and that's what, you know... I'm surprised. I'm surprised Project Veritas even still exists. I'm surprised that man is still breathing. But all the stuff he's coming out and just slamming him each time, and then he wins in court. F*ing drop kicks him in the face again. Ah, oh, oh man. See, this is this is what I always like to think about with the equal and opposing reaction. With every action, there's an equal and opposing reaction, and. Yeah, I mentioned like you know Antifa versus the Proud Boys, and now it's just you know mainstream media versus freaking Veritas. And, because and, the
0: mainstream, I'm not gonna say this now: the mainstream media know they're dead.
1: Oh yeah, they're they know they're
0: bit. dead because look at what's going on. YouTube gives us a platform where we can do independent reporting on things that are happening the yeah, mainstream no, the mainstream the CNN's the Fox News is the Washington Post the New York Times they know they're on their way out because most people do not watch them people my yeah. age and younger get their news from freaking YouTube
1: yeah they're on the way down. Their viewers are down. CNN, what, what was their viewership at? It was lowest it's ever been. But that's why they're starting to flip the script and they're starting to tell the truth. Because they know people see through their BS. It's just it's too much to cover up anymore. They don't have Trump to rag on anymore. They don't have Trump to... Dis- like They also, they're running out of distractions too. <laughs> Like, they don't have much of a distraction anymore anyway, because they can't use this whole white supremacy, Trump is evil thing. Like, he's not even president no more. No one even cares really about Trump anymore. Like, the dude just is not in the picture like that. So, it's like, it's just hilarious to me that they keep, it, it's just, I, I saw this coming for a while now. I was just waiting for it. I was just waiting for it. And the stuff like uh project veritas yeah man i love me some project veritas i follow them on telegram too so i get all their updates whenever it comes through just in case i'm, a part, of that, of I'm a part
0: of the group too on te- on te- on telegram and uh, i that when this hit the airwaves i was one of the first ones to actually freaking watch it and look what Jeep bust is put
1: What he put? Oh, let me go to the comments. Uh, put the link in the chat. I don't see anything. Anyway. It's up on the screen. Okay. The family as as Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I told
0: him to put the link into um, into the thing so we could actually. <laughs> I might get a strike for that, but it'd be worth it.
1: I think it would would be very worth it.
6: Uh,
0: Well, a lot of Main Street rappers decided to go and this is why I love having a different
1: Well, I think also to that effect, YouTube, well, because Google also picked up YouTube, right? I don't think they even realized the monster that they created because Google took that shit over. And once Google took over then they started, I, I think, you know, before Google took over YouTube, YouTube wasn't that bad. But once Google took it over, it became censorship hell. Most like, you know, Facebook took over Instagram, WhatsApp, and everything fucking spiraled out of control with that. I mean, Facebook's always been Facebook. They've always been censorship nutbags. <laughs> I mean, it just got worse when Trump came in. But that's where it's, you know, YouTube is a monster that they can't control. They can't, I don't care what AI they want to come out with. At the end of the day, if enough people post about something, they can't take it all down. It's impossible. Very true. I I think it's impossible for them to actually have control over the entire system the way they want, it's not gonna be possible. The internet is too much of a monster. It's too much of a beast. Which is why, you know, we have governments. Governments step in to control the internet. Private companies can't do it on their own. They need government assistance to do that.
0: And I'm not shut
1: the internet down.
0: And I got the video up. We'll listen to it here in a moment. But, I'm yeah, that's – it's only about a two-minute video, two-and-a-half-minute video.
7: If you want to go mute, you can.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go mute
2: right now.
7: Fuck Biden, they gon' try to censor this one, yeah. Fuck Biden, stop whispering in little kids' ears. Fuck Biden, he been making this shit worse all year. Fuck Biden, he don't love America, and it's clear. What's worse than a liar, than a cheater, than a thief, uh, look it up, there's proof that he's all free. Fuck Biden, you soft, you making us look weak. Fuck Biden, always looking like a pedophile creep. Fuck Holy shit! Biden. The Taliban just took over Afghanistan. Days after Biden pulled the troops, he working for the riches and the Clintons. I don't get it. What's the mission? He a bitch, so he won't ever tell the truth. Try, nah, we ain't get the decision. Liberals had that shit rigged, and they was switching the votes and hacking up in the Dominion. Need to take him out the White House and throw him in prison where he belongs in a cold cell. City. Cold cell city. Yeah. Gotta call it how it is, dog. This man is an idiot. He can't even form a sentence. Dog, this man is illiterate. We get fucked and stuck with Kamala. We get rid of the U.S. What the hell of a predicament! <laughs> And every time I'm scrolling, see his post, it ain't nothing but trolling America ain't fucking with this guy, that's a fact, and he know it Middle fingers up, here's the way we feel about you, Joey Fuck Biden, they gon' try to censor to this one, yeah Fuck Biden, stop whispering in little kid's ears Fuck Biden, he been making this shit worse all year Fuck Biden, he don't love America, and it's clear What's worse than a liar, than a cheater, than a thief, uh Look it up, there's proof that he's all free Fuck Biden, you soft, you making us look weak Fuck Biden, always looking like a pedophile creep Fuck Biden, I do not accept, I do not I respect, like who would protect your whole administration, <laughs> haven't you heard, there's evidence out that you do not deserve to be president, we hate this, <laughs> be a sleepy Joe cheating part two up in the ass night, like, yeah, like, this yeah. could be a sleepy Joe cheated part two, but I'd rather say fuck <laughs> Biden, fingers in the air, hey, bring that ass here, boy, I ain't done with you, replacing you with the 45th is all that we wanna do, waving Trump one and fuck Biden flags in front of you, the <laughs> Trump was number one and you was number two, look at this fucking dude, fuck. do your damn job, damn, fix God. a fucking pothole or something, the damn problem uh, you're too busy trying to be a socialist and i don't even think these people understand how close he is what we say fuck biden they gonna try to censor this one yeah fuck biden stop whispering in little kids ears fuck biden he been making this shit worse all year fuck biden he don't love america and it's clear what's worse than a liar than a cheater than a thief uh look it up there's proof that he's all free fuck biden you soft you're making us look weak fuck biden always looking like a pedophile creep fuck biden
2: I like
1: that. That was, that was pretty good. Pretty good. That
0: was pretty, pretty good.
1: good yeah, that was a pretty good video. I would. He, yeah, he had a lot of points. I like the
0: Thank you for bringing that to our attention. That was a good video. I have to admit.
1: I, I, I sniffing enjoyed that. Girl's <laughs> stop that little hair. Stop <laughs> snipping little girls' hairs. You know, I mean, <laughs> I see that's what's crazy about it, man. Pete how can people ignore all those videos and those photos of him sniffing little girls hair and then touching like little boys faces and ugh. how do you, how do people ignore that it's so ugh. i don't i don't get it that is one thing I could admit Because there's a lot of things I say that I don't get that I actually do get just because people are so evil. But you see something like this man really being super inappropriate with grown women, little kids. Man can't keep his hands to himself. Like, grab him by the you-know-what, and everybody loses their mind. But here we have video upon video, pictures upon pictures of him being inappropriate with kids and women. And people still vote for him. You know, vote blue no matter who.
0: <laughs> uh, uh. Can you read the comment that I have up on the screen?
1: Uh, let me get out. Uh, I'm looking at the comments. Uh, Biden is just. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh.
1: Bush was another douche canoe.
0: He was. He was. But, yeah, I'm like, (laughs) I've seen that. And and to some extent, he's right about that. But I don't think Bush was actually very conservative.
1: I don't think so either. He was just a... uh, What I remember from Bush, he was like that Republican where people kind of say, uh, he's just like a corporate guy shilling out uh, tax cuts for the wealthy um, like rhino. I, I think he's probably one of the original rhinos.
0: <laughs> Roger, I'm figuring that Biden is probably will probably see that. At some, his his uh, handlers will actually see that video at some point or another. I'm figuring because the way the guy went after him and everything, I figure Biden will – his handlers will actually see that and won't know what to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? You can see now his handlers aren't even letting him answer any questions. As soon as the speech is done, he's off the stage. He's ghost. He's gone. It's like that man can't get off the stage any faster. He's walking so fast. He's got a limp.
0: Yeah, it's so it, bad. I, I honestly think the reason they were sending him to Delaware is because they were trying to protect him and to mm-hmm. let his let doctor see let have specials see him without the public knowing.
1: When's the last time he even answered a question? When's the last time? I can't, what was it, a week ago? He even answered questions? It's just recently, like, he just walks off the stage. It's like, they're not even risking him screwing it up any more than he already has. Like, if there was any point in time where we have a puppet president, this is is the time. And it's so obvious. Like, it's so obvious, even someone that voted for him can see it. Because I know even like Trump supporters at one point were like, No, why are you saying that on Twitter, Trump? Just don't talk. You know, so I was like, I'm pretty sure people see it in Biden that voted for him and they're just face palming so hard right now. I they're think the very majority very of his
0: around. vote, the majority of his voters that voted for him and Twenty twenty, were not voting for him or Kamala. They were voting mm. against Trump.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I can agree with that. With that. Um,
0: with that. Because yeah. Trump was showing what was going on behind closed doors.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He
1: absolutely was.
0: And sale one. I'm gonna disagree with your uh, statement. We're not a democracy in the, in the United States. Never have been and never will be. We are a constitutional republic. There's a difference.
1: Well, we are a constitutional republic, but don't we have like a vote democratically system? Yes. I I think it's a little bit of both to a certain extent, but we're mainly a constitutional republic. But we're still, we elect our officials democratically. But we, uh, every time a politician gets up on stage and our democracy this, our democracy that, we live in a constitutional republic. Uh, Because what's
0: actually supposed to happen what's actually supposed to happen in this country, there was a reason why the when this country was founded and we built the constitution, the people would go back the people would go back to their precincts where they were actually legislators and ask the people what they wanted. Nowadays they don't do that. They're more worried about getting fucking money.
1: Well, that goes back to what I said earlier, like these politicians seem to have forgotten that when they walk into a town hall and they sit down in that chamber or when they walk into a city council or any kind of meeting room where it's the constituents and them, these politicians and these government officials have forgotten that they don't have any will of their own. They don't have any power of their own. Their opinion does not matter. In the very least, none of it does. Only thing that matters is what the constituents say. It's what that to the side of the room says goes, not what the politicians think or what uh, what their opinion is, none of that. And that's the one thing. It's like we don't request anything from these politicians. We demand it. We dictate it. If you don't do what we say, you're not going to have a job. You're not going to sit in that chair no more. That's the way we got to start going about it again. Because these government officials have gotten to the point where they think they run things. They think that they're the ones with the power. Like, no, your power is given by our consent, by the consent of the government. That's the only way you get to make any decision at all out here. You don't want (laughs) to do what we want you to do. We'll vote in somebody who will. And bye-bye, go to the unemployment line, you know? But but we got too many...
0: And I will say this nicely. We got too many low information voters yeah, where these people get to stay in Congress 40, 50, 60 years.
1: Yeah, that's another thing. I fully support term limits. That's 110%. I support term limits 110%. I know the whole argument of experience uh, versus you know, getting somebody out of office. But term limits for all of them. Like,
0: I can agree with that because I'm not like some,
1: completely
0: conservative with every value but I believe in term limits because yeah. the president's not the most powerful man in the country.
1: No, of course. I mean the president, he's not even anything in the country anymore. He has no say of what goes to mind, especially Biden. He's nothing. He's a shill. He's just, he's just a, a face. That's it. Binders is nothing to be because he's not even the one making the decisions.
0: And I'm also going to bring something up that John shared. And I don't know if my stream's going to be taken down because of this, but I am going to share something that John shared with us uh, last week. Because I, it needs to be, it needs to be heard again. Okay. Because this is, this is a very powerful thing. Yeah, Floki, that's right. He is just a mouthpiece.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, that makes
0: and this yeah. is the video.
2: Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again.
5: Cause a vision softly creeping left its scenes while I was sleeping, and the vision
2: that was planted in my brain still remained within the sun. In restless dreams, I walked alone. Narrow
5: streets and common stone. the halo of a streamland, I turned my color to the cold and damp. When my eyes were stained by the flash of a neon light That split the night And touched the sound of silence And in the naked light I
2: saw Ten thousand people, maybe more People talking without speaking. People hearing without listening. People writing songs and voices never share. And no one dare disturb the sound of silence. fools said I, you do not know. Silence like a cancer grows. Hear my words that I'm The Well, the thing about it, the men the men and women in
0: that video are the ones we need to thank for what we have right now. this country's not perfect, never has been, never will be. But if it wasn't for those men and women, we wouldn't have what we have in this country. John, I know you put that on your I shared your site because I wanted to show that that needs people need to remember those men and women that don't come home. They had family members. This is why I don't want their blood to be in vain for what they did for this country. That's why I do what I do. That's why I'm sharing what I share. And I will never disrespect a veteran because they gave more than, than most of us have, plain and simple.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself.
0: Because these politicians have the luxury of being in that capital having seats at our state houses because of those men and women. Because you said we could use it so, I wanted to use it. They, but these people, those men and women deserve more than what, we've, what they've been shown. Plain and simple. I don't care if I get a freaking strike for either one of those videos. I don't care.
1: It needs to be heard. What's really the government needs to do better? I think society, well, society is garbage anyway, man. Society really is not all it's cracked up to be. But that's why I find it so hypocritical, rather hysterical, that people are putting so much weight, or the government is putting so much weight on, oh, take care of your fellow person. For the most part, people don't care. They just pretend to care. There's very good actors about it. You know, it's the same thing where we've seen when people are like, wear a mask, save lives. But as soon as you, you know, you don't want to wear a mask, they, you have these people saying, oh, you should die. I hope your kids die. Very disingenuous. They're liars. There's a
0: reason why I still have cheekbusters coming up there. Because it, I want, if a veteran sees this, I want to know I want them to know that I support them. I don't support the government but I support them. Right. It's not their call to be sent to countries that hate us. I was once told by someone I respect very much in my life The word veteran comes with a big responsibility. And it does. Absolutely. But I... And if you haven't yet, because I know a lot of us have in this room, Go to John. Go to Backyard Politics and join his streams because he is a great vet. He's a great patriot. He is a great patriot, and he's trying to get us to where we just worry about our local elections and our state elections because the federal government is too
1: far deep. Well, it's not only the federal government. Especially the Democrat-run with the Democrat blue city.
6: You know, yeah, it's
1: like how they want to rag on Florida all the time. Florida's doing, Florida's doing good. Florida's doing it right. Yeah, they might have more cases, but there's barely the death rate's really not going anywhere. You know, with all that stuff going on, it's um, their game, it's not lasting. Their whole, I don't know, whatever you want to call it, it's not. It's not holding up to the test of time. Which I knew it was, I knew it was going to happen. You know, and then you see their screw ups like Cuomo. You know, there's even more. Uh, do they really care about women? I, mean, I haven't I still haven't heard any kind of outcry from the Me Too movement about Cuomo. I didn't see no Twitter mob going after Cuomo. So it's like that party in general, I think the Democratic Party is dying out. I think there's people looking for another party. Maybe they'll go Republican, but I think most are going to try to find somewhere in the middle. Which, I don't know, maybe the Independent Party, Green Party, whatever. Maybe the Green Party, since all these freaking liberal Democrat progressives are all about the Green New Deal and all this stuff. You know? You no, know, of course I could be wrong.
5: I
0: I'm putting something in the stream so people can go and But I mean that's the thing about it. Them those men and women are willing to put their lives on the line for something that that most people will never understand i was gonna bring up something else but i think with that video we that i just shared i think we're at a good place because I wanted to show what happened in the British Parliament when they, gotcha. see if I can find it. If I can find it.
1: I'm going to go ahead and mute my mic. You
0: don't have to mute it yet. I have to find the video first.
2: All
1: good. Yeah, I had to find the actual video, and this. Yo, see, yes, yeah, Floki said she had a. Floki said he had an argument with a young girl about masks. She's told him to stay home. Don't bring my wheezing, bitch. Stay home if you're so scared about life. See, that's what, no. You flipped the script on these little ass kids or these people that say, oh, if you're you don't want to wear a mask, stay home. No, you stay home if you're scared to breathe. If you're scared of air, I did. These people that I think you can even control the air to any extent is beyond ridiculous at this point. Like we already know masks don't work. You can't control the freaking air. Like just because you got six feet and a mask doesn't give you some magical bubble space of safety. Safety is <laughs> an illusion. Always has been, always will be. These people that I think a mask gives them safety. Uh, I still see people driving in their car alone wearing masks. I, I mean, ooh. <laughs> Oh, I can't stand that. I can't stand when I see a person alone in their car wearing a mask. What are you scared of? We? What is it? Corona gonna come through the damn air vents? (laughs) What? Oh, Lord have mercy. God rest my soul. I don't want to go on a rant. I I really don't.
0: (laughs) I was gonna let you go on your rant, and here is. So
1: infuriating.
0: It is. It is. And this is going to be the last video of the night and we can discuss
5: it. So here we go, people. Afghanistan has unfolded and the collapse has been faster than I think even the, the Taliban themselves predicted. What is not true is to say that the UK government uh, was unprepared or did not foresee this because uh, it was certainly part of our planning of pitting the very difficult uh, logistical operation for the withdrawal of uh, UK nationals has been under preparation uh, for many months, Mr Speaker, and I can tell the House that the uh, decision to commission the emergency handling centre at the airport, the commissioning of that centre, took place uh, two weeks ago, Mr Speaker. So, uh, I, if I can just, if I could just uh, the heroism and tireless work of our armed forces contributed to national elections, as well as the promotion and protection of human rights and equalities in a way that many in afghanistan had not previously known whereas 20 years ago almost no girls went to school and women were banned from positions
8: in time but the withdrawal when it came was due to be orderly planned and on the basis of conditions it has been none of these what has been most shocking has been the chaos and the speed of the takeover by the taliban In July of this year, both President Biden and my right honourable friend, the Prime Minister, indicated that they did not think that the Taliban was ready or able to take over control of the country. Was our intelligence really so poor? Was our understanding of the Afghan government so weak? Was our knowledge of the position on the ground so inadequate? Or did we really believe this? Or did we just feel that we had to follow the United States and hope that on a wing and a prayer, it would be all right on the night? Because the reality is, if I may just make this, point, the reality is that as long as this a time limit was given and dates were given for withdrawal, all the Taliban had to do was to ensure there were sufficient problems for the Afghan government not to be able to have full control of the country and then just sit and wait.
5: And at the peak of the operation, when there were 132,000 troops on the ground, 90,000 of them, Mr. Speaker, were American. The West could not continue this US-led mission, a mission conceived and executed. In I do not believe that, to, that today, I do not believe that deploying tens of thousands of British... I
0: grabbed the wrong video. I grabbed the wrong video. Pretty, That uh, was pretty good right there. The one I want is a man that They're actually does housing. condemn butt. They're
1: housing Biden, bro. Everyone. And that's, what, that's what's hilarious because I don't know if you saw his speech today. Today he was talking about, oh, that the allies are united and we're all on the same bullshit. No one supports us anymore. Freaking! What we got? Germany going talking to Russia for help now. And I just found it.
0: Yeah, this is why people are so freaking pissed off.
9: Yeah. This week has been one that has seen me struggle through anger and grief and rage. The abandonment, not just a country but the sacrifice that my friends made. I've to funerals from Poole to Dunblane. I've watched good men go into the earth, taking with them a part of me and a part of all of us, because I was never prouder than when I was decorated by the 82nd Airborne after the capture of Musakala. It was a huge privilege, a huge privilege to be recognized by such an extraordinary unit in combat. To see their commander-in-chief call into question the courage of men I fought with, to claim that they ran, it's shameful. Those who have never fought for the colors they fly should be careful about criticizing those who have. Because what we've done in these last few days is we've demonstrated that it's not armies that win wars. Armies can get tactical victories and operational victories that can hold a line. They can just about make room for peace, make room for people like us to talk, to compromise, to listen. It's nations that make war, nations endure, nations mobilize and muster, nations determine, and have patience. And here we've demonstrated, sadly, that we, the West, the United Kingdom does not. So I leave with one image. It is the image of a man whose name I never knew, carrying a child who had died hours earlier, carrying this child into our fire base and begging for help. Now, there was nothing we could do. It was over. Because Mr Speaker, this is what defeat looks like. It's when you no longer have the choice to how to help. This doesn't need to be defeat, but at the moment, damn well feels like it.
2: The man said it the best. I haven't seen a speech like that
1: in a very long time. I haven't heard a speech like that in a very long time.
0: Like the whole room was just yeah. The whole room sat the whole room was completely silent. Because he was and in he was running. in the he what he was in the British Army, British military. I don't know if he was in the army or what but he put it out so plain and clear
1: you know what else is obvious too that at some point i'm pretty sure that biden is also going to lose the support of our military
2: gonna have- rex um, rex
0: i yeah, will say this now i have friends still in the military Ninety. I'm gonna say he's told me about ninety percent of the military does not trust Biden. Dude, not even. They've trust. lost. I'm talking about they've, lost no so, they've lost their respect. They've lost the respect for Biden as president Biden, of the United States.
1: If it was possible for the military to do a like a vote of no confidence on Biden, I'm pretty sure it would be. It would. They would reach that threshold. It'd be a vote of no confidence in a heartbeat. Yeah. From the entire country I think that for time, crying out no for idea.
0: crying out loud uh General Milley. There's reports coming out that General Milley has said he wishes Trump was still president. Yeah. I heard about
2: that.
0: What's that what's that tell you? He doesn't have the support of the generals if that's true. I
1: wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I'm pretty sure if that is true at this point, I don't think there's any military commander that takes Biden seriously let alone Harris I mean
0: Biden dug himself a grave that he can't get out of he cannot get out of this
1: I don't think he dug himself a grave I think he was cut in that grave and this man has been used at every turn Like, he doesn't make any of his own decisions. He's not a decision maker. He's just like, you know, like what he said, he's just a face. He's just a talking bobblehead on a TV screen. That's why, like, the people that are actually behind the scenes that are actually working this thing how how can it be anything else other than intentional? Taliban just got armed. But so now, with the Taliban armed with our weapons, now national security goes on full alert. Right? Like, I work a security gig. We're already back on high alert with everything going, going on. And then you have that aspect. You have the war against uh, the Rokid or the coup. There's so many different things at play here that it can't just be coincidence. It's not coincidence. People behind the, behind the stream, you know, behind the curtain. Behind, um, behind the stream, pulling at the thread.
0: I honestly think that but I will say this now, the one nice thing that has come out of all of this is people are starting to see what the Democrats really want for this country. Yeah. Or the political... I saying, no, I will even go further. Because I'm going to put some other people on blast here now. The political establishment wants, because I think this is just a ruse. This is my opinion. I don't know Mm -hmm. that I think they wanted to draw them out like they did so they can get support from the American people to go back.
1: Right to spend more, I'm right there with you. I was just about to say something like that. We're on the same exact page. I think this was a setup to continue the war because people are getting sick and tired of it. People want to get out of there, just not in the way that Biden did it. But now it's like, oh, we have all these Americans here. We got to go back for them, and all this other stuff that should have never happened. But now it's like, oh, we're really going to leave our people there. I was like, oh, let's just send another twenty thousand troops in there to go get them. You well, know, this is rolling back in. Exactly. And hi, Miss Lady. The military industrial complex keeps on chugging. <laughs> but that,
0: I didn't think we would do a two-hour stream, but it looks like we're about to be at two, close to two hours. But we Hang got on. a lot of information out there.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, that's pretty much the point is getting the info out there bringing a the different perspective to things. Yeah. That's why I like being a part of this stuff because I've always loved discussing politics, you know. It's so like I get a little bit of a chance to just chime in my own little voice.
0: And the thing about it, what I'm thinking is maybe once a week me and you'll do a live stream together on like at eight o'clock at nine o'clock your time. We'll do okay. general general stuff going on in the United States or even around the world. If you have articles that you want to bring up, we can do something on it.
1: Yeah. That it was it's funny because it was like, yeah, nine o'clock is a great time, you know, and I'm sitting here now I'm just starting to cook a piece of steak. <laughs> it's like I had to rush through the shower When I got out of the gym I
0: hope that's not too loud But a, I actually enjoy Having you up here as a co-host And you can
2: Because
0: oh, you're with StreamYard you can bring up Things that you have with the Share screen that were in StreamYard and you mm-hmm. can bring up The stuff if you want to Throw something out there if you have something you want to talk about.
1: that's sure. Yeah, you got a point. You know, yeah, we should so, do, you know, a little bit of a code thing or you no. Know, could definitely bring some points. Some because I can come right.
0: from the conservative side, you can come from the libertarian side. Yeah, we right now we've been agreeing on more things than not, but I figure there's gonna be a point down the road where we'll be like
1: Well, I mean, we kind of disagreed on something already, you know, in the past. Yeah. You know, it was respectful. It went pretty well.
2: (laughs) I think it went pretty well.
1: That's what I like. It's people that can debate, but, you know, remain respectful. You know, we disagree, but we don't have to scream and shout about it. We don't have to get nasty with each other.
0: Exactly.
1: And that's like the hallmark of a good debate is when people can actually just not go at each other's throat.
0: And I will never go at your throat unless it's something I'm very passionate about. And that's the thing with me, with like Governor Cuomo, I don't have uh, I don't have a dog in that fight. But you living in New York, that's a totally different so- story for you.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, that, I'm um, so. The only thing I hope is we don't end up with somebody worse. That's my main hope. And I don't even think his lieutenant governor that has taken over, I don't think she's going to run. When her election term, you know, whenever she finishes out this term and she has to run, I don't think she's going to run. So we're going to have whoever we have. I hope my man, never Sharp, runs again. Because in New York, a Republican does not have a snowball's chance in hell at winning, ever. But a third-party candidate?
2: Maybe. Maybe.
0: I want to see what your, what your reaction with this one is. I'll, I'll read it to you. I say we buy an island and let all the Democrats implode.
1: You know, I'm kind of... Kind of partial to a purge, like let's just put a fence around those areas, evac all the conservatives and reasonable, logical, sane people, and just let the purge commence. Let me just go at it with each other and destroy themselves. I mean, they're pretty good at destroying themselves anyway.
0: Since we have ten people in the chat, if you agree with Floki. Give me a one. If you disagree with Loki and agree with Rex that we should put barriers around all these liberal cities, press a two. Well,
1: well If we're going to go into that aspect, I would say we go with Loki's because then we don't have to dis- have our own stuff destroyed. We could just send them to an island. They can destroy their own stuff and then we could just take over. once they got- uh, the, That would be logical. Yeah, that's more reasonable. I mean, I like the courage idea. But then, if if we have the option to send them to an island and say bye bye, that'd be better.
0: But that, I love my family, and I don't
1: think. Hi Taylor.
0: Hi Taylor. Hi, am Hi, everybody. Getting in a little late. We're. If you guys want to watch the stream to see what we talked about, you're more than welcome to because it, we won't be on here much longer because I I love because Mister Rex over there needs to get something to eat and has to work in the morning. I don't know what time, but he has to work in the morning.
1: Work in the afternoon, but I still I don't fall asleep till like three o'clock in the morning anyway. But I mean, getting out of the gym, I start I need to wind down, and just chill, get my chill mode on. Yeah, but uh, I, no, would, I enjoy I enjoy the stream. Like, I I'm, okay enjoy right you, I'm, I'm good.
0: I enjoy having you up here because you give me a different perspective on things. I enjoy having you up here to share your ideas.
1: I yeah, appreciate it.
2: Definitely.
1: <laughs> it's always good to have a different perspective or a different idea. And that's why I always like this <laughs> too, because yeah. I'm a libertarian. I tend to have things that I disagree with, all with you know, all with conservatives sometimes. So that's always the fun part.
0: Yeah. and We keep it respectful. We don't over... Most of the time, I don't over-talk you, but we keep it respectful. And Roger W. brings up a good point. That's if Larry Elder wins. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Larry Elder definitely needs to clean up California. We don't need any more in Texas. Yeah, because
1: they're all starting to go that way now. (laughs) But you
2: know what this lady.
1: that um that transgender youtuber blair white is moving to texas too
0: <laughs> i don't think blair white's herbal is i think blair white is more conservative than most trans yes, she
1: people she is she's walked down the street in a maga hat before. she's conservative <laughs> and Miss she Lady, uh, Trump at one time, I don't know about now, but she did used to support Trump.
0: Roger W brings up a good point send them to the Middle East.
2: <laughs> yeah, <I agree. laughs>
0: Roger brings up a good point.
2: Well, Why guess.
1: don't <laughs> How much is your <laughs> ticket to put one of them on the plane? I'll pay for it.
0: I love I love the chat right now. Roger and Miss Lady are going back and forth. Uh but fam, (laughs) I love you guys. I love the chat. I love the interactions with all of you. I you guys crack me up from time to time.
1: You gotta be able to laugh, man. If you can't maintain your humor, you become like Antifa. Nothing can't even tolerate jokes. Yeah.
0: Hey, I'll let Is you, those... I'm going to ask the mm-hmm. question I asked in Discord to you, to everybody in the chat. Everybody in the chat, what's the difference between a conspiracy and the truth? You can't answer it yet, you can get the
1: punchline.
0: <laughs> <that>
1: <laughs> I'm not going to answer, don't worry, I'm not going to spoil it. No, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not saying it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boots and Hose <hers> wins!
1: <laughs>
0: Boots and Garden Tools wins! He probably seen the actual joke when I said yeah, it in Discord I,
1: I, I figured that much.
0: Boots and, go- and Garden equipment. Garden supplies. As Hillbilly would put it.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that... <laughs> but that's what I love about this family. I love that we can joke around from time to time and not take everything so seriously, but I hope everyone has a good rest of your week. I might go live Thursday. I'm not doing it tomorrow night because I know there's other family members that do streams on Wednesdays. So I might do another one Thursday. If something major happens, then I'll do one on Thursdays to let everybody know what the hell is going on. But thank you, everybody, for coming. I hope everyone has a blessed night. I hope everyone sleeps well. And for everyone that is sick, I hope you feel better. I hope you feel better because we need our family back. But love you all. Rex, thank you. You got any mm-hmm. final words you want to say to everybody?
1: Um, not really. I'm not going to do some long winded stuff. You know, thanks for having me up. Uh, pink pistols and hangover gang forever stuff.
2: Good. Okay.
0: But thank you so much. Night, everybody, and I'll see everybody in Discord probably because I'm still going to be up for a little bit.
2: You're see you there, man.